What up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Tyler Tarver reporting from your brain, from your ears, from the words in the air. I don't know how it transports from the computer to wherever you're listening to, to your ears. Probably magic. You're at Hogwarts. Welcome to Hogwarts. You're going Gryffindor. It took a weird turn, but I'm glad we're here at Gryffindor in Hogwarts. Um, this podcast, David Robbins and I, DT Robbins, if you will, um, we are going to do a new game called Versus. We're going to take two movies, and we are going to Versus them. He chooses a side, I choose a side, we face off, winner take all, cage match to the death. So, check it out. If you like it, tweet us at Twitter. Um, I'm at Tyler Tarver. He's at DT Robbins, I think. I don't know, he's changed like four times. Oh, David, you're the silliest. Check him out. Um, ask, tweet me and ask me what his name is, and then I'll tell you his name because it'll automatically autofill it, and then we'll both yell at him. Thanks for Dave for doing this. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, let us know if you liked it. We'll keep doing it. Thanks. Bye. being recorded. Thank you, Serena Williams, instead of Siri. You know, Siri's short for Serena Williams, I didn't know that, did you, baby? What? Talk. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, what we're doing now is we're face off. That means we're going to take a Nicolas Cage, and we're going to take a John Travolta, and we're going to face them off. Actually, that's a great idea. Yeah. We're not going to call it Space Off because we're going to save Space Off for when we pick a Nicolas Cage movie and a John Travolta movie and face them off. All right. That's or that is a we'll take, We should we should take a Nicolas Cage movie versus a Nicolas Cage movie. Ooh, that's Ooh. hard. I mean, how do you how does the best beat the best? That's what I'm saying. Well, I know it's kind of like one of those universal conundrums. You're in a real pickle. Yeah, it's like a ring. It's a circle, like a round. Um, okay. But, so what we're doing is we're gonna do versus. It means we're taking two movies and we're gonna battle it out and see who's the best. All right. All right, now I'm going to let you, as the guest, I'm going to let you take, I'm going to let you take, your, you pick the first movie, you pick your movie. All right. Actually, let's let's take it a step back. Let's not just pick movies. Let's pick theme. All right, we'll do theme and decade. And that decade. way we kind of have a fair... A, a level playing field, if you will. Uh, how about, let's, let's, how about, let's be honest. Huh? How about 90s family films? Okay, 90s family films. Home Alone. I'm going with Home Alone. Uh, I'm down. going with the Sandlot. Sandlot, hands up in the air, because I have two questions. Uh-huh. How awesome? Very awesome. Second one wasn't a question, mm-hmm. it was a clear statement, but it still means what it means. Mm. Well, let me let me put it to you this way, buddy. Uh, while I love Sandlot, and I sincerely do, I'm about to uh, Kevin McAllister all up on this uh, podcast right now, and you're uh-huh. Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci. So okay. are you ready to uh, drop your feet up on them broken ornaments or what? Well, no, I'm going to tell you this. You're going to toss down like a bucket of paint on a rope, and Benny the Jet is going to hit it with a bat. And hit it with a bat and knock it right back up in your face there, paint face. Oh, that's paint face. That's that's sweet, but you're just a you're just a harmless little Hercules. We all know it. We all know it. Yeah, I said it. I brought it. So I tell you what, since this is your podcast, buddy, you go ahead first and you tell me why Sandlot is better than 
Home Alone. Not not the greatest kids movie ever, but better than Home Alone. Okay. I'll tell you first off right now is because the Home Alone is pretty much just a a movie. The whole premise is based on the worst parenting ever. That's what it is. It's the worst parent ever. It's like, okay, first off, why did the police not haul that kid off because DHS would be so uh, up in those parents' face for leaving their child that they just let him hang out? They just let him hang out by himself. Send someone there. Call the police. Don't call the police. Hey, can you check and see if he's there? They don't have a clue where their kid is. They have no mm-hmm. idea where their kid is, and they don't care. They're like sitting in the rain playing Uno. Like, mm-hmm. worst parenting ever. They should have called the movie WPE. That's just the worst parenting ever in case you need to break down on that. But if we're in a hurry, we can say WPE. Everybody's going to know what we're talking about because it's the worst parenting ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I would have to uh, respectfully disagree. Uh, as a parent, <laughs> and, and, and you're one, you are one as well, who has not left their kid behind on a major holiday while flying halfway across the world? I mean, come on. We all do it. You've done it. I've done it. You know, yeah. even John Candy in the movie, John Candy, rest in peace, sir, uh, yeah. said he left his kid in a funeral home. And he's still going through therapy. Probably still is. You know what? We all make mistakes. But let me remind you, kind sir, that it was Catherine, o- uh, Catherine O'Hara's character, Kate McAllister, who not only moved on Kevin McAllister by Christmas morning, but she was willing to give up her diamond ring, all of her necklace, all of her money to that sweet little old lady from all those other movies that I can't remember her name, but you recognize her face as soon as you see it, just so that she could go see her little boy on Christmas morning. She did all of that. Where in the world were the parents of any of those kids in the sandlot? They were nigh to be found, my friend, nigh to be found. And you know what else? Mr. Dennis Leary, uh, stepdad of the year, not false, forget it. You wrong, girl. You best move. Move, Dennis Leary. Get out the way, Ludacris said to me just now as he's sitting next to me. He was gone, which means he didn't care about the kid. He was absent as a terrible stepfather would be. And the mom, what's she doing? Who knows? It's probably just like Mad Men. She's probably out back smoking some cigarettes, all pregnant and whatnot, making real good life decisions. You know what? And you leave a bunch of little kids to, to, to do what? To do what? Make nothing but mistakes. They made nothing but mistakes until Darth Vader came in and had to save them. But my boy Kevin McAllister not only protected his home because he was the man of the house, but he saved Christmas. Your rebuttal, please, sir. Okay. Here's my thing. What does the sandlot teach us? It teaches us to band together, trust the kid who's the best at sports in your group, and everything. And it fills it to wear killer hats, okay? Three solid things to prepare you for adulthood. What does Home Alone teach us? It teaches us that violence is the best answer. If that was real life, like the first prank he pulled would have killed them and had to be wanted for murder, Okay. He beat that kid. Uh, you know what he was? Third. The only difference between Home Alone and The Good Son is that Elijah Wood wasn't in it. Okay? Mm. That's the only mm. difference. He's the worst <laughs> kid ever. And we're like, oh, it's cute because he's put on aftershave and yells. No. it messed. It, he was so messed up in that movie. He messed up Macaulay Culkin for like 20 years. He's just now being cool again because he's hanging out with Ryan Gosling. Okay? That's the only thing that's, that's saving him right now. First off, let me, 
let me remind you, sir, that it is not just that Macaulay Culkin and Ryan Gosling are hanging out. They are wearing T-shirts of each other. That is true friendship. That is BFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFFF
that grown men will still quote on a whim, okay? The only quote that you get from this Home Alone is slap your face and yell, and then also Buzz's girlfriend, woof. That's the only thing you get from that, okay? <laughs> That's the only quote you get from Home Alone. Sandlot gave us such gems as forever, which I heard yesterday. Yesterday. I haven't seen Sandlot in eight years. And I heard someone say that yesterday. You've got uh, the the great Bambino, the Sultan's Watt. And then you've got uh, Yeah, Yeah. I saw somebody his birthday on movie trivia. Nobody can movie trivia on, I don't know, the third brother in that family. Nobody cares. Okay? So people quote the Sandlot more often. Like, I would rank Sandlot quotes up there with, like, Anchorman 2 and Napoleon Dynamite quotes. But you didn't get on your nerves like Napoleon Dynamite quotes did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you read that up, hey? <laughs> that that it? That that's your defense. Let me let me let me let me let me go ahead and just skim this over real quick. Your defense is words. That's it. Words. Couple clever words. Couple clever lines thrown together. I know somebody oh, really? else who came up with a couple clever words. No, no, no. I know, I know somebody who came up with a bunch of clever words. He was a real silver-tongued devil, that guy was. You know who I'm talking about? You know who I'm talking about? The devil. I'm talking about devels. He never wrote He never wrote I'm talking about the devil. It's a great. Your words? Your words mean... Twilight New Moon. Just the second when he popped in and said, let me give this a shot, and everybody's like, please stop. Stephanie was like, I'll take some air. <laughs> let me let me get you stop distracting me, sir. Let me get back to my point. Uh, your quotability means absolutely diddly squat in the words of my uh, my my grandmother Maybell. Um, diddly squat, kind sir, because you can quote a movie all day long, but you know what else you can quote? You can uh, quote your Miranda rights. Doesn't mean you're getting arrested. You can quote Richard Nixon. He got impeached. You know who else gets quoted all the time? Bill Clinton. Know what he said? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. And he lied about it. So you know what? Quotes mean nothing to me. You can quote the Bible. You can quote the Bible. Yeah, I brought it in. You can quote the Bible. And guess what? Don't mean diddly squat. Don't mean diddly squat if you're not living it. Because Sandlot didn't teach you anything to live by. Home Alone taught you what to live by. Home Alone taught you, number one, you defend your family. Matter of fact, I'll give you a quote. You want a quote? Here's a quote from Kevin McAllister. As he's standing there and he realizes that his house is about to get robbed and all those children are going to be left out of whatever it is that they're going to steal the, the, all the presents on Christmas morning on his block. And Kevin's like, oh, no, no, not up in my house. Kevin, Kevin holds his, his little BB gun and says, this is my house. I have to defend it. So, number one, it taught you self-defense. And that's important as a young person because as bullying is on the rise, and uh, I'm pretty sure I even saw uh, uh, that band Fun do a, a anti-bullying commercial, which makes me know, oh, God, if they're involved, it's for real, y'all. Uh, Kevin McAllister taught us that you need to defend yourself, you need to defend your family. Second, it taught us about forgiveness, my friend. Forgiveness. Because what happened at the very end of the movie? That old man who lost his family because he and his, his son got into an argument? Hey, everything worked out. Why? Kevin McAllister said a few words, quotability, in a church where Jesus was on a pew while the ginger girl was singing that changed that man's life, brought him and his son back together. Third, and finally, it taught us not to watch scary movies when your parents aren't home, and that's a pretty valuable lesson. 
That's a valuable lesson when you were a child. So uh, take that, you filthy animal. Keep the change, you filthy animal. That's, that's a quote for you, too. Oh, that's cute. Okay, number one, don't you ever bring Bill Clinton into this, okay? Don't you ever talk about Bill Clinton like that again. Go help me. I will find you. I will hunt you down. Not in that order. And I will go to your face and tell me, don't you ever talk about Bill Clinton like that. And you'll know I'm a good. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, secondly, we're talking mid-90s, okay? This is mid-90s where things are still Fresh Prince and Full House and Family Matters and Step by Step where everything gets worked out in 22 minutes. There is no problem that cannot be solved within 22 minutes, 30 if you include commercial breaks, unless the season finale that says needs to be continued, okay, then 44 minutes. But everything gets worked out. But let me tell you something, mister. In, in Home Alone, that's a regular big family who doesn't care about a kid in their family because he's not the athlete or the one with the ugly girlfriend or the one who went to bed. He's not special. And he gets left behind, just like Kim LaHale and John blah, 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 whatever they were, okay? All right? Yep. I don't remember their names. The guys that were left behind, okay? And, and, but in Sandlot, it's about a boy who's finding his place in this world without his dad. He's got a stepdad, and he doesn't know if he can be loved again. And guess what this movie teaches us? He took a baseball was signed by Baby Ruth. And got devoured by a puppy dog, and he replaced it, and it meant something to his stepdad. It showed his unconditional love with his most prized possession, who, let's, let's, in hindsight, he should have probably put it either higher on the shelf or in a safe, okay? But mm-hmm. he still forgave, and that showed love in a broken family. David, if you want to take that away from a young man who is <laughs> – trying to learn how to play a sport and goes from the point where he can't even throw it four feet to the point where he's playing in just one montage? You One montage? Are you saying that this doesn't teach us anything? Shame on you, David. That's shame on you. That's too shamed. Shame me once. Don't talk about Bill Clinton. Shame me twice. Don't talk about a boy becoming a man. You're Roboto boy. Oh, that's that's cute. That's quite cute because I'm 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 pretty sure that uh, your your boy from the Sandlot, all those little boys, didn't become men until much later in life. And you know how I know? Because it didn't show them as men until the end of the movie. It didn't show, and it only shows two because you said Sam Ambino, who became a professional wrestler. What a terrible career, with the exception of The Rock. God bless you, sir. So he has done great. I am very proud he's of really, him. Yeah, he's a nice guy, isn't he? He is. Anyway, Kevin really McAllister, really sir, became a man the day he decided he was going to booby trap his house from Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. That's right, okay. from the uh, from from the Goblin and uh, the stand-in Ronald McDonald, because that's what Daniel Stern looked like. Male scarecrow is what he is. He, he, he is, isn't he? He became a man then on Christmas. And, and and let's bring up another subject. Uh, it's no coincidence. Oh, it's it's no coincidence, sir, that uh, that Home Alone 
is structured around Christmas. Do you know what that means? It's closer to Jesus. Closer to Jesus. Do you know when Sandlot is structured? Fourth of July. Yeah, independence for America. America, freedom. But excuse me, God bless America. God came first. God's closer to Christmas. Home Alone's closer to Christmas. Home Alone wins just by spiritual default on that sense, sir. So, so let's just let's look at things that way. There's a lot of hidden messages there that's telling you something about who is closer to God, and God wins in everything, right? 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 Yes, he does. Not, exactly. not in the movie Fallen with Denzel Washington. He didn't win in that, did he? They did. That was that was a false representation of, of oh. God. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So here, right. here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say to you, sir, and this is what I'm going to end on. Okay. Uh, every kid, having watched that movie, learned a few things and felt a few things. They felt more confident in themselves because, let's talk about it, that sick little kid you said who nobody liked because he, he wasn't an athlete or he wasn't the big brother with the ugly girlfriend and he had to sleep upstairs in the attic with Fuller or whatever his name was, his real-life little brother. He's the one that saved Christmas. Him. Him. He did it all by himself. The little kid that nobody believed in earned everybody's respect towards the end. Even Buzz respected him in the end. He said, woof. Number two, woof. Number two, uh, we learned that when parents make, make mistakes, because as I said at the very beginning of this argument, who hasn't left their kid at home while they've flown halfway across the country? It happens to the best of us. Okay? Uh, they moved heaven and earth to get back to their kid. They really did. They moved heaven and earth to get back to their kid. And uh, she did it. She made it home by Christmas morning, and it was perfect because there were celery sticks and cookies and milk out for Santa. And since, you know, we all know about that, Mommy was there perfect on time to eat those cookies and milk and stuff like that. But anyway, last but not least, uh, it, well, number one, taught us that anybody can save Christmas. Number two, taught us that our parents, when they make mistakes, still do love us. And last but not least, it taught us tactical defense. Tactical defense. And that's important to any young child. Any young child, no matter where they are in the world. Uh, Sandlot taught us that only the, the fast, strong, athletic kid can get the ball back from the, the, the harmless little Hercules because nobody else can do it. They're all either too stupid or fat or lazy uh, to, to get the ball. Uh, n- number two, it taught us how to make out with a hot chick at, li- at, 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 at the lifeguard, the hot chick lifeguard, but we all know that that's a big old lie. Kevin McAllister just would have gone up and been like, you're mine, girl, and it would have happened because he probably would have booby-trapped it. Her mouth to his mouth. Uh, and last but not least, they taught us that friends aren't really friends because they all disappear over time. And the only way that you're going to have a real friend in life is if you stalk them, stalk them throughout their entire baseball career and become an announcer when they play for the Dodgers. Uh, that little uh, thing that the uh, that Benny the Jet Rodriguez was, was doing at the end was not a smile and a nod saying, hey, buddy, glad we're pals. It was a stop talking to me, sir. There's a restraining order on you. I don't know if you couldn't read into that, but I sure did, sir. So Home Alone taught us more important things than the Sandlot ever will. And I will ask you, pray thee, to reconsider your stance on this, sir, because uh, if not, God help your soul. God help okay. your soul. Oh, he has.
Oh, he has. He bedazzled my soul, okay? My soul's good to go. Good to go. All right? Let me, that was a beautiful PowerPoint you just presented. I didn't fall asleep but more than 50 times, okay? I got one thing on each side, and you're going to be like, wow, that was pretty solid. One, the villain in your story, they call themselves the Water Bandits. And they got captured by a small child who runs like a girl. Uh, the wet, wet bandits. Wet bandits. Um, I apologize. That's much more intimidating. I'm so afraid. I'm shaking in my little space boot, as they would say, as Mr. as Professor Powers would say. Okay? Mm. Your bad guy. Mm-hmm. The other bad guy is Hercules, a hero in real life, in real fake life, placed into a villain's body. Okay, he lived to be 200 years old. 200. He's practically immortal. Okay? That's your mm-hmm. Home Alone. Push down. And let me lift the Sandlot up and finish him like I'm Scorpion. Are you ready for this? The check. So, how? How does that feel? David Elizabeth Robbins. The check. Down. Oh. He stole home. That's not easy. That's not easy. Okay? So, I loved your little presentation. Beautiful. Very beautiful. But it was sitting next to gold. Can't tarnish gold. Wow. That's impressive. Right, I will so, say this. Um, I, I will say this, one last word. One okay. last word. The Jets stole home. I know somebody who tried to steal Kevin McAllister's home. Didn't work out too well for them. So why don't you tell the Jet to bring it on over to uh, McAllister's house. Then we'll see okay. whose home gets stolen. Okay. Okay. Guess what? He's blazing up the PF flyers right now. Winner take all. Cool. Bring it, because Kevin McAllister's heating up some mac and cheese in the microwave right now. He's going to carve up. He's going to carbo-load right before he BB-guns him in the face. Okay. Well, the Jets are going to run straight through that kitchen, because they ain't stopping at no movie audio. They ain't stopping at no ghost. All right? He's not going to pop his big, dumb, curly hair up in the dang dog thing and look around like an idiot. Okay? Mm. Dude, mm. the Jets got a bat, and he's about to... He won't be running up in no treehouse, though. He can can hit a ball from home plate into a glove. First try. Outfield. That's real sport. Mm -hmm. Till he gets a spider on his face. Till he gets a spider on his face. And then all bets are off. Good game. David, I'd say we tied. What do you think? I think we tied. I think either that or you can ask, because you're next to your wife right now, aren't you? Yeah. Hey, Amanda, you could... what's a better movie, uh, Sandlot or Home Alone? Oh! Oh! Sorry, I yelled. We got kids in the car. She said Sandlot. I'm going to go ahead and say there was some bias there. There was some bias there. Bias there? Biosphere, yes. Biodome. That'll be our next Bio- debate. Biodome 
versus Cloud Helmet in the army now. Yes. <laughs> Bill. All right. Hey, thank y'all for listening. David, tell them where they can find you. Uh, at David T. Robbins on Twitter. That's David T. As in Tyler. As in tomorrow. As in today. Robbins. R O B B I N S. Um, on Twitter. That'd be where I'm at. Okay. Okay. So, everybody, you know you can follow me at Tyler Tarver. Um, that's T as in David. <laughs> T as in day and D as in tomorrow. All right. Yep. Perfect. Uh, good game, everybody. Good game. All right, dude. All right. Well, uh, thanks for doing this. It's great. Be careful in California. Watch out for governors. All right. Got it, buddy. Bye. Bye.